Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with Craig, where we talk about all things firearms, firearms policy, politics, culture, media, you name it, we're talking about it right here on Coffee with Craig. So please take a moment, like and share this program so that your friends can join in the conversation. Whether you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube or you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, one of our many podcast platforms, please take a moment, tell your friends so that they can join in the conversation. Also, please take a moment, visit fpcgear.com. That's fpcgear.com. It is a very good place to go and do your Christmas shopping. You can get your friends, family, loved ones, t-shirts, coffee mugs, hoodies, all sorts of very cool stuff to show their support for the Second Amendment. And you'll know that every dollar that you spend goes right back into the fight for our right to keep and bear arms. So you can support the Second Amendment and Love your loved ones at the same time. FBCgear.com. All right. Uh, you guys have probably heard a little bit of chatter around lately. Uh, some of the crime statistics have been coming out for the state of California, at least tentatively, for uh, 2017. And uh, guess what? Yes, that is correct. The murder rate is up again. The firearm murder rate or violent crime murder rate or violent crime rate is all, all of them are up again in the state of California. Now, uh, many folks would have you believe that, well, this is a, is a cause for, well, we need more gun laws. Right. At least that's what members of the California state legislature would have you believe. Uh, folks like Assemblyman Levine, who has introduced a piece of legislation here in the state of California, which will uh, which will institute a tax on all semi-automatic rifles, uh, as well as all handguns uh, and ammunition. It, it, their, their belief is, well, we need to do more to stem the tide of gang violence or not gang violence, gun violence. And while I don't disagree that it's important that we work to end or reduce violence, it's also important uh, that we recognize what is causing it. All right. Uh, now, the first thing is that we, we can't be in denial. We can't have folks like the Gun Research Center in there in uh, UC Davis uh, who are putting out information that are basically saying, well, hey, you know what, even though we're having mass shootings or, or more mass shootings, well, California has a lower death rate than other states. Well, <laughs> all I know is this, is that this is, we're talking about, you know, there's, when I was in college, I had a statistics professor who started his class off saying, there's lies, there's damn lies, and then there's statistics. And then there's what they do at the Gun Violence uh, Research Center there at UC Davis, where they twist around all sorts of facts in order to get people to believe that, well, gun control is working. But unfortunately, that's just not the case. Uh, what we're finding is, and once again, more inf as more information has come out, we're finding that, uh, that actually gun crime or, or gun uh, homicides are actually up 18% in the state of California over the last year. Now, that's on top of, that's including a 15% increase from 2014 to, 2000, uh, to 2016. So I believe it's actually uh, a three-year increase of about 18%. But the point that, 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 that that's important to make here is Oftentimes, what those on the, 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 the anti-gun left would have you believe was that, well, all of these anti-gun laws that were passed over the last 20 years was what, was what precipitated or what caused the 
reduction in violent and violent crime and violent crime in the state of California. Now, mind you, at the very same time that uh, they had started to try and institute a lot of this stuff, uh, that we also passed three strikes in California. We had passed major uh, legal reforms that uh, put in place mandatory minimums for, 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 for violent criminals and for criminals. Now, what's happened over the last four years, as we've seen an increase in violent crime and an increase in crime, what's happened is, is this thing called criminal justice reform. Now, I'm not opposed to the idea of criminal justice reform, meaning, one, let's try and make sure that the punishment fits the crime, uh, but also let's try and make sure that uh, we're doing something in order to help reduce recidivism, keep people from recommitting to the degree that, you know, we can help someone else not break the law. Now, all that having been said, what we've seen is a passage of legislation and propositions here in the state of California, which has taken things that were felonies and turned them into misdemeanors, which has taken people who are in, who are in prison, who are uh, in many cases uh, violent criminals, and has now put them out on the streets. And then we're shocked that crime goes up. Now, the call for it is now, well, we need to reduce gun violence, so we need more gun control. But here's the thing. In the last four years, all we've seen is an increase in gun control. There has not been one piece of legislation that has passed in the state of California that is that is loosened restrictions on firearms. Not one. So here's my question. So if if uh, mandatory minimums and things along those lines were put in place at the same time that you were instituting gun control and you saw crime go down and, you know, you believe that you can rationally take credit for that as gun control advocates. Well, then at the same time, or not at the same time, but then years later, you continue to put in place more and more gun control, but you, but you inst now institute criminal justice reform. You now start letting criminals out on the streets. You now start decriminalizing criminal behavior. And then at that same time, you see crime go up. You see violent crime go up. You see firearms crimes go up. Now, my question to you is, could, could gun violence be the cause no, perhaps, maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's letting criminals out on the street. Maybe that is what is what has caused such a drastic increase in crime, in violent crime, in firearms homicides in the state of California. But having said that, are we looking at more Laws Are we looking at instituting laws that are going to undo some of this criminal justice reform that are going to actually uh, keep criminals behind bars? No, we're not. Are we looking at more gun control? Yeah. And the worst part about it is, is that it's not gun control. It's, it's victim control. Because that's what you are, in essence, doing the harder you make it for individuals to be able to defend themselves from these violent criminals that you've put out on the streets, the more victims you make. And that is exactly what's happening. I mean, think about it. In the state of California, 
we have uh you know we have it's it's illegal you know, i'm not illegal you're supposed to register your uh homemade your homemade firearms yet we had a mass shooting where uh, a guy didn't bother to register his homemade firearm you've got uh we've got gun-free school zones where nobody even even ccw holders are not supposed to have a firearm on school grounds yet you still have school shootings and you still have shootings on campus on campuses you have a ban on on standard capacity magazines yet people still are able to go and commit mass shootings whether with standard capacity magazines or with uh 10 round magazines well it wasn't in california it was in florida but they say that he used what five seven round magazines Let me just, for those of you who are watching who are not of the pro-Second Amendment persuasion, let me just hit you and tip you into one little point that I think you keep forgetting. Criminals don't obey laws. Criminals are going to do what they're going to do because they're not interested in following the law. They're criminals. That's kind of by definition what they do. So if you're not going to, if you're, all you're going to do when you pass these laws is all you're going to do is you're going to put law-abiding citizens at risk because we have two choices, all right? The first choice is we comply with the law, the laws in many of these cases, and we increase the likelihood that we're going to be a victim of violent crime because we're not going to be in a position to defend ourselves. The other option is that we ignore the law in deference to protecting our families, protecting our loved ones, protecting our property and putting ourselves in the best position to be able to be our own first responder. In which case you've now made us criminals, law abiding citizens. You've now made law abiding citizens criminals. So I guess when I look at this legislation, when I look at these people who keep offering these bills, my question is, what is the definition of insanity? I believe that common, the common saying is, it is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. We have background checks, all right? We have a not unsafe handgun roster. We have uh, an assault weapons ban. We have multiple assault weapons bans. Uh, we have magazine capacities. We have... Uh, we have gun-free school zones. We have safe storage laws. And yet and still, the homicide rate with firearms, the homicide rate period, the crime rate period, continues to go up in the state of California. Perhaps the time has come for you to reconsider uh, your methods. Just saying. Anyway, that's going to be it for today's Coffee with Craig. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for liking and sharing this program and telling your friends about the Firearms Policy Coalition. We are the home in the fight for civil rights. Got to use them or you're going to lose them. You guys take care.